the discovery of psychedelics is the discovery that all of this cultural machinery is just Wizard of Oz stuff. Don't think. Feel. It is like a finger pointing away to the moon. Don't concentrate on the finger or you will miss all that heavenly glory. And they may well ask, why climb the highest mountain? Because that goal will serve to organize and measure the best of our energies and skills. That's it. How did it feel to you? We choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. The prophecy. Welcome to the Astral Mind Podcast. I'm afraid to make the wrong mis- or like you know, make the wrong choice, basically. So I feel like if anything, if, if if people are going into it and they've they've paid for this session and they're like, oh yeah, okay, so we'll try it out. Hopefully they're not thinking like, oh, this isn't going to work. Like I'm I'm giving you so much money and it's just not going to work. But more so that they're afraid of being wrong and right. I hate that. I hate that it's like you know you just want to be right all the time. I definitely feel like that's an earth sign quality for sure. Like Mm. Taurus, Capricorn, and Virgo, they both have that thing where it's like, or all of them have that thing where it's like, I have to be right. If I'm not right, then I don't want to do it. You know, I just can't, I can't be wrong. And if I, if I suck at it in the beginning, then I can't do it because I'm, I'm wrong in that sense, you know? So it's like, yeah, I, I, I definitely feel that. I was kind of getting nervous, like, thinking about having to answer because usually when you meditate you're not talking (laughs) right so I was like oh man if I start talking maybe it'll end up like going away or something or I'll like I'll cut it off too short or like I won't get to finish it but it actually like getting into that subconscious and just letting it flow I think that's like the best thing for me I was just like I'm just gonna say whatever comes to mind I'm not even gonna block it I took that filter off and I yeah. was like, here, we're just gonna, we're just gonna go with it. And there was a time you had to put me back in my subconscious. I did feel like I was starting to get tense. Mm. Um, but it, I mean, you caught onto it. So it's great. I mean, you're, you're so good. I've never seen anybody oh, do this stuff, so but I'm like, sweet. you're so yeah. good. <laughs> oh, like, I, I, I enjoy what I do. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's such an honor that people allow me to hold space for them. And they tell mm-hmm. me just like these, these things about themselves that are, they make them feel so vulnerable people tell me yeah. just like the things that they've been through and it's I, I just there's almost no greater honor than holding mm-hmm. space for people in their yeah. moments of like greatest vulnerability and then for someone to be trusting enough of me and like the energy that we're creating together that that they don't even know what they might say like you know mm-hmm. while they're under but mm-hmm. trusting me enough to still get into that state is just I I get so much healing from these sessions. People are so grateful and they're like, oh my gosh, I feel so much better. And you did so much for me. And I'm like, oh, thank you. No, this is healing for me too. It's like, yeah. oh, mind, really? it's mine. But oh yeah, I get so much healing from doing these. Like, Ooh. and it's like energetic and it's um, spiritual and it's, it's emotional. Like I, mm-hmm. the things that I learn that I can then integrate like intellectually, mm-hmm. but also just the energy that comes through. Gosh, there's so much energy that, mm-hmm. that gets moved in these sessions. It's just like, crazy and so i i get healed too so thank you mm, yeah very cool what do you think about like stage hypnotism 
Because whenever I hear yeah. hypnosis, that, that's the first thing I think about is like the rapid induction right. NLP sort of stuff. You think that stuff is real or is that just like a woo-woo nonsense? <laughs> I mean, I I, I I definitely believe in it. Although I suppose like with anything else, there are probably um, things that are staged, that, mm. you know, just for entertainment or for like the wow factor. But I definitely think that those things can be very legitimate. And then part there are also elements of um people having gifts that help them um to be able to hypnotize others and access their information that might not necessarily even be hypnotism anyway like having mm. the gift of you know um being psychic or being able to hear other people's thoughts or like reading mm. into their you know what i mean their yeah. their energetic field or going into their records and so i think that it can definitely be true but i mean is it possible for there to be like scam artists or something for sure right. mm -hmm. do you have any experience with that during your sessions like where you, um, you tap into like auric fields or you know these psychic abilities of like clairvoyance you said that you go into the experience with them are you seeing the same thing that they see I don't usually, I've never seen anything that a client has been seeing. That's not one of my current gifts or abilities. I always mm -hmm. say that I'm not currently able to do that, but I'm working <laughs> well, on it. So in the future, yeah. yes. I'm going to be able to do that. Um, but uh, sometimes for sure I can, if, if a client is receiving love or like healing energy from a guide or an ancestor or their higher self i i sometimes will feel that and sometimes i, I get sent that that loving energy as well from their guide or whoever and i can definitely feel that um and i've also received um i don't know if i'm receiving information that is intentionally sent to me or if i'm just hearing it on their end mm. but um i've had um, clients that were like when their subconscious is present, mm -hmm. um, I'm like, for example, the other day I, we were talking about a concept and I said something like, Oh yeah, you know, that would be like if she went for a walk and she happened to see like these beautiful pink flowers, just focusing on the beauty in that moment or whatever. And their subconscious said, yeah, yeah, for sure. And then they chuckled and they were like, I sent you those pink flowers. <laughs> they, do you know what I'm right. saying? They're like, I wanted you to see the pink flowers. And it's like, oh, how funny. And a very similar thing mm. has happened in a few other sessions where I, I say, oh, and that's like with meditation, when you quiet your mind, it's like being in this and that and the other thing. And they're like, yeah, the subconscious is literally like, yes, that is, they like finished my sentence for me. It, it gets kind of weird actually, but I'm like, oh yeah, mm. we're same wave, same wavelength, you know? I don't know. Interesting. So, if you'd be willing to share, because that seems really cool to me, would you be willing to tell a little bit of some of the experiences that you've had with people's like past lives? Because I know that's something that uh, that you frequently get into. Like, what are some of the the most interesting ones? If you can tell that, I don't know if there's like a yeah, doctor patient no. sort of confidentiality. No, there's there's not. And, <laughs> and like actually, in my intake, it's pretty clear that I'm like I'm going to use this for marketing. Just so you know, I, like, I never say I never I never am like you know the person's name or like identifying uh, information or anything. Uh, Donald um, Glover over here lives yeah, in <laughs> exactly Rhode Island. Um, yeah. yeah. Um. I, oh my God, there's so much like incredible information. I'm trying to think like, oh my gosh, so many stories to choose from. Um, I had, I had one client, um, she went into, she'd only had like two, 
two past lives. This was her third lifetime that she'd had. Mm-hmm. And in each of her lifetimes, she, she had been murdered in each of them. And, and once she was a healer and she was killed because healers are, are often um, targeted. It's very mm-hmm. threatening Witchcraft. to people. For people, yeah. yes. Yes, and mm-hmm. in the other lifetime, she was a witch, and so she oh. was mm. because she was a witch. Okay, and Tuck it turned. <laughs> and I, when we got to the subconscious part, um, this client had also had a really like troubled relationship with her mom, and I said, "Well," and I asked if they had any karma to work out or like what their contract was and how it was going, and the subconscious said, "Well, she hasn't killed her yet," and I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, I was like, "Was her mom?" The one who murdered her in her most recent lifetime? And so much was like both lifetimes. Or the soul that was that killed her in each of those previous lifetimes, they had incarnated together in this lifetime, with that soul being her mother, with Whoa. the intention to be to work some of their karma out, which is really hard to do. A lot of the time when people come to a session and they have a very like toxic or conflicted relationship, like nine times out of ten. The, the person who appears to be the more like toxic and like the more troubled of the two is the one in previous lifetimes that's kind of always had that pattern. And souls, we're so forgiving when we go to the spirit side. We're like, oh, no big deal. Life is hard. Did you want to try it again? I'll let you be my mom next time. Like, what? Who right. does that? Us. We. We all do that. We do that. Right. Anyway. And so that was, that was a big, that was a big revelation. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like, like is she they afraid get that her mom will kill her? No. Okay, no. Because I would be. <laughs> no. <laughs> Gotta stay yeah. away from and her. <laughs> yeah, right. right. And that's, that's the other thing is that the subconscious doesn't, won't reveal information that's like too much for someone to handle mm. or that's like really going to make them uncomfortable or like throw them for a loop. So if, if that was going to like really upset her, or like profoundly like impact her and, and her relationship with her mom, they, they wouldn't have told her that. And sometimes mm. in a session that will happen, the subconscious will they'll be like mid sentence and they'll say, you know, I don't, I can feel her getting a little bit anxious about this. I don't, I don't think this should be revealed right now. So we'll just leave Mm -hmm. it at, um, it's not time for her to know, but she's on the right path and she doesn't need to know about whatever happened in her childhood or whatever Mm -hmm. have you. Yeah. I, I experienced that actually in my session when I was, you asked me to say some nice things about myself or something like that. And I, I could feel like my consciousness was like, no, I just yeah (laughs) yeah no yeah yeah, for sure yep your subconscious was like yeah she doesn't like it when I say nice things yeah (laughs) she doesn't like it when I say nice things honestly yeah 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 it was hard it was just like because I feel my conscious like sees it as just like a way to like calm me down so it's like oh well you're just being nice because you know like you just don't want me to be creating problems or whatever so like no just don't even (laughs) don't even right right that's crazy though that's, yeah. that's yeah. honestly, I would be terrified of my mother. I definitely yeah. would. I'd be like, stay away from right. me. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I'm moving out, bye. Right, um, right. Stuff like that happens all the time. I can't remember. Oh, there was another lifetime. And the client emailed me afterward, and she was like, you have an amazing poker face. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you would not believe the stuff I hear in these sessions. And that one was um, she went into a past life that was like an 1800. She was like a, a, a peasant of some sort, like hmm. on the lower lower Mm -hmm. end of, you know, income, social standing. And she was walking home and she had started in like town and she was walking home, which was kind of out in the country and she was being followed. And it turns out that she was being followed by this man and he ended up 
attacking her. He assaulted her. He strangled her to death. And um, yeah, she ended up leaving that lifetime. And I asked her a little bit later if she had had any past lives with her with her husband and they said it was in that lifetime. And I was like, whoa, what are you about to say? And they actually, yeah, they actually said that, um, the little boy, she was a caretaker. She's like a nanny for a little boy. That's where she was trying to get home to. She lived with another family and took care of that little boy. And that little boy was her, is her husband in this lifetime because they had just like this amazing, playful, like love and energy for each other and had gotten cut short. And so they wanted to do that again in a lifetime where they actually got to spend time together. And understandably, she had a lot of, um, trust issues with men. And so that was a soul that she would truly feel comfortable with in this lifetime to open up with and spend time with and stuff. So. Oh, wow. That's amazing. I mean, so I assume with all that, like, like that would just feel negative, you know, like a lot of negative energy kind of coming to you, like hearing those stories. Do you do something like before you do the session to like protect yourself or like get your energy right so that nothing can like penetrate I probably should get better about being intentional (laughs) about that. Thank you for the reminder. Um, I've always been very, um, what's the word shielded. I, it's just, Mm. it's, I'm not super well versed in human design, but my, um, the, I don't even remember the term for it, but I'm a, I'm a generator. Like I generate my own energetic field. I don't really absorb other people's and I don't really like project mine out. Mm -hmm. I just create my own. And so I'm Mm -hmm. generally, I'm in my own little energetic bubble most of the time. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes for sure, I will emotionally, I'll really feel what someone is going through, but it's not necessarily like energetic, like to the core of my being where their experience is like entering into my own and I'm accepting it as my own it's more that I choose to hold space with them and be there with them as they're experiencing it if that makes any sense but I do need to get a lot better about being intentional (laughs) about grounding and shielding and like clearing off my own energy before I do sessions Mm. I thought it was pretty cool you said the uh the spirit world uh, you mm-hmm. know, we get to the spirit world and we're like, hey, let's try it again. Like, this was cool. Let's do that. That's really interesting. Have you had any experience with uh, clients who talk about their like, OK, they died and now they're talking about what it was like after death, like they're in that mm-hmm. spirit world place? Yeah. Yeah. It's not as big of a focus as the actual past life and then the subconscious work, but um mm-hmm. Clients definitely go over to the spirit side and they sometimes it's significant and they want to talk about it. It's like important for that client and whatever they're going through. And other times they get there and whatever they say kind of sparks the curiosity in me. And so I ask some questions, but Mm -hmm. generally speaking, yes, clients, when they, um, after they leave their physical body in a lifetime, they will say that, you know, they've left the body and they're kind of observing what happens. And then I usually will ask, um, well, what is that experience like? Do you feel like it is, um, do you, are you feeling able to transition over like with ease? Do you, are you not wanting to leave? How do you feel about this lifetime being over now? And most of them say that they're ready. I mean, um, every, every client, when they pass away and they they're like in spirit form they're like it is such a relief it's like mm. it's just pure 
I, joy isn't even the right word because you don't experience emotions really as a spirit. Mm. It's just like weightlessness and peace. It's just profound mm. beingness and mm. the weight and the density and the heaviness of human life is just completely gone in that instant. And, and a lot of the things that happen in that lifetime then are kind of left. That energy is left with that lifetime as far mm. as um, the karma and stuff. So, you know, yeah. that's the whole leads back into, even if you were murdered by someone in your, in that lifetime, you're able to be like, nah, that's okay. We can try it again. I forgive you. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I, I actually, so I went through two past or no, I'm sorry, three past life experiences. I got to see two of the afterlife and mm-hmm. I like in the first one, I had the choice of either, you know, trying to recover, staying here, trying to recover from it yes. or just moving on. And I feel in both of my afterlives, they were both like dark or well, I guess I wouldn't say the second one, the second one, it almost felt like I was a spirit that was just being left around, you know, like like I was still in my apartment. I was just looking at myself, you know, and I was just kind of here. But in that other one, I went into a white room and everything just kind of went black after that. But it, it, it felt so calming. Like mm-hmm. I felt like I had, I finally been able to rest, you know, like yeah. the sleep that I got actually was sleep for once. It wasn't like mm-hmm. I was going to wake up anytime soon. Like I could just yes. chill in it. And yes. I, I, it makes me wonder, like, because some people do have um, like really vivid uh, depictions of afterlife. And mm-hmm. it makes me wonder, like, is it, is it that like, like the, the spirits or something, they don't want to like certain people to know what the afterlife is or like maybe other people they just get to see something else or maybe other people go to something else and like certain people just kind of get that blackness and it, I don't know I'm kind of confused have you heard anybody like describe like an afterlife that wasn't just black like did they see anything or um yeah usually and I I imagine that what happened in your session is that for whatever reason you just weren't able to access what it was Mm -hmm. like to be in spirit form and on the spirit side. Mm -hmm. Um, Most clients who go to the spirit side report like, like there's either the white room or there's Mm -hmm. other, their guides are there and their um, loved ones and ancestors are all there. And it's definitely a time for resting and for Mm -hmm. peace and for healing again, before they decide to go into another lifetime, the specifics of what each individual soul's afterlife looks like, I think is kind of tailored to whatever the soul would, would like that to be like. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Whether it's, they feel like it's a, like a, a wide open, you know, field or meadow and it's warm and it's very pleasant. Or if it's just like more of a void, but still, mm-hmm. you know, very um, loving and comforting mm-hmm. and peaceful. Yeah. I think yeah. that those details can kind of be up to, whatever the individual wants but for the most part there's definitely you know a a life after death so Mm. to speak Mm. what do you think about like people's heaven and hell experiences what are your thoughts Mm. on those like those sort of realities after death has anyone ever described hell that's actually i'm curious about that no and you know that's the funny (laughs) thing is like a lot of a lot of the criticism, I think is the right word, or a lot of the um, uh, resistance, like maybe that's the right word, that people have to this type of work, especially from um, people who identify as being very religious. Mm-hmm. They, they, they say things about, oh, this is the devil's work, or you were communicating with a demon. <laughs> this is the oh, devil's and work. <laughs> I, no, really. And I just 
it's right. just like so confusing to me because I, I don't really understand what they mean by that because like all of this information that comes through is just like literally pure love and joy. Like I don't, mm. I don't quite understand that's, I mean, that's not a demon. Like demons are supposed to be bad. We're supposed they, they make us do bad things or they make us feel bad things. Mm. And all of these sessions, it's all of them are just love mm. and joy and, and, and um, gratitude. And so I don't, I don't even really have a point to that other than um, this there. It's always so loving and I've never had anyone that said that they died and then passed on, went on to any type of existence that was anything but pure bliss. So okay. that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It, it kind of reaffirms my idea that hell is just a fear mongering tactic to keep people mm-hmm. Like right. in line, you know, I was like, I, I have a big problem with the church establishment in this country. And, you know, I, I don't have a problem with religion because it seems like a good framework for people to develop their spiritual abilities. But again, it, to me, it's something like training wheels. You know, it's it's something that just gets you along the path to, to actually getting there. Uh, so what about like higher selves and like different entities outside of the body. Cause I'm always interested in like that sort of interaction when you're out of body. Have you dealt with anybody that's like channeled like a higher entity or, you know, some weirdness like that. It also makes me think of like the fourth kind. I saw that movie and they were like, <laughs> these people would be like hypnotized and like aliens would speak through them and crazy stuff like right. that. Well, I mean, actually, yeah, I guess because oh, a lot of people will channel like yeah. their, they'll either channel like some sort of like, galactic council like will come through or they just channel their their higher self that existed well still exists because time isn't actually a thing Mm -hmm. in that lifetime like on that planet or star system like someone who is um arcturian or pleiadian they will often channel their pleiadian higher self to come in and help in the session and give them insight and information and healing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes people just, they channel, they channel, um, like I said, just like some members of like the galactic, some galactic council, but neither mm-hmm. one of, I, a lot of the time people come out of these sessions, they're like, what is an arcturi? Like what is, they don't even know what it is. have never heard that that's term nuts. experienced it in their lifetime. They're like, what is that? That's weird. I need to look into that. Mm. Um, and so those things don't do come through. And, the crazy thing about accessing this part of your awareness is, I mean, at the end of the day, I, what I believe in my own, um, you know, my own philosophies and like framework for life is that we're all one anyway. Like we're all mm-hmm. connected and all of our experiences, it's all one shared, you know, consciousness. And so you can actually in a session when someone's deep in a trance, you can ask to access anyone you can ask to access anyone's higher self um including ets or including source you could ask for source to come through you can ask for i could ask for dolores cannon to come through Mm. i could ask for your higher self to come through um and everyone has a choice they can either join and participate or they cannot but that's the thing about working in the quantum field is that there's there are literally no limits whatever you can think to do it's it's possible for you to do it i like the description that you give that it's i mean basically what you're doing is you're just finding like a deeper self that's who you're communicating with and Mm -hmm. so for for christians to come up and say like well this is the devil's work like this isn't okay 
It's like, well, that. but I'm okay, talking to a deeper you, though. So, well, yeah, you, and it's like, well, what are they doing when they, well, and what are they doing when they pray? They're speaking yeah. with the higher right. authority. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't, that's right. why I never even, I never even really understand. I'm not m- much of a debater anyway, but mm-hmm. I see those comments and I'm just kind of like, I don't know. Yeah. I'll pray for you. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sending <laughs> love and light, you know? Yeah. yeah I respect that about <laughs> okay. you. Just like, I don't have time to argue. You can believe of what course. you want to believe. Yes, and, absolutely. Yeah. It's interesting that a lot of the practices from Christianity, you'll find it in like these like Middle Eastern religions. It's like, you know, yes. Zen and, and like uh, Kriya yoga and then some of these other things. And uh, some of the things that Jesus would teach is like, this is how you should pray. And like, this is how you yeah. uh, conduct yourself. And, and I always found yeah. that really interesting, especially like the uh, Bible UFO stuff and like, you know, the mm-hmm. different visions that the prophets would have yes. would be like, you yeah. know, the wheels within wheels thing. What's your thoughts on aliens? I know we kind of got into the UFO thing. I'm, I'm, I like aliens. It's a, <laughs> you know, it's it's a rabbit hole in and of itself. What's, yeah. your, what's your ideas on aliens? Um, I... Yeah, my idea on aliens is, gosh, what a can of worms. Um, it's it's just funny because, like, we all basically were aliens at one point, even mm-hmm. if we came directly to Earth from source. I guess, you know, this is my own personal um, mm-hmm. opinion or view on it, but we all started somewhere before we got here because we're not just our, our physical bodies. It's just mm-hmm. like the vessel that we're in for right now. Right. Um, so even if we've had no other lifetimes or if we've always been a human, we came from source. Like we came from out there mm-hmm. somewhere other than on earth. And so I feel like at, at some point, all of us have been an alien, like from mm-hmm. not on earth anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, there is definitely other intelligent life out there and they by and large really love and support humans and they want to see us succeed um succeed as in um live lives filled with love and and Mm -hmm. um be happy and and experience joy and and peace um so much of what the mainstream media wants us to understand about aliens is just more fear mongering, right. which could be a whole other soapbox mm-hmm. of mine to get on. But um, do it, man. That's yeah. what we're here for. <laughs> yeah. oh, man. Um, but yeah, they they really they want to help us and they want to see us succeed. There, I mean, there are different uh, theories out there about what Earth is and why we're here to begin with. But one of the uh, common or more popular theories among I don't know, the spiritual community or maybe just the conspiracy theory community mm-hmm. is that Earth was started as an experiment to begin with, to bring in um, to bring in souls from all different dimensions and all different parts of the universe and of source to bring it all here. We're like a living library of different walks of life and different skills and abilities and experiences all right here on earth because we've been seeded from so many different dimensions and planets and experiences before we got here. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Like, and like so, a library. Yeah. I, I got you. Yeah. Very like cool. we are the library, like we are living walking libraries. Like we have the information within us and it's just a matter of being able to access the information, but we all, have access to it we have the ability to get to it it's kind mm-hmm. of like the ability to be hypnotized it's, it's there it's just a matter of figuring out 
our own unique, you know, recipe or whatever have you for being mm. able to access it. So interesting. Yeah. Uh, we saw the video. Have you ever seen the video of the egg on YouTube? I don't know. It's so it's it's just this whole video that's kind of like so a human dies and then another spirit kind of um, takes him through like the spirit world. Um, yeah. And it's just kind of like, yeah, like, you know, this is all the stuff that you were doing when, you know, you were alive and, you know, we're, we're going to put you back because, you know, we're, you're not done learning. And mm -hmm. they even open up this little hole that's like for the spirit guide that, mm -hmm. you know, that's like their world. And yeah. the guy was like, well, what is that? And they're like, you're not ready for that. Like, just leave that alone. <laughs> You'll get there eventually. And it right. makes me think like, if like, I, I always wondered like, who was that other being? Like, who was that spirit guide? And I don't know, it just makes me wonder, like, maybe are aliens, like, is that the next, you know, form of life? Like, once you graduate, like, humanity, like, you have to go into, like, an alien life or something to, or maybe some type of alien. That would be cool. Yeah, um, it, really, <laughs> it really depends. I mean, some people, some people will leave Earth and they'll go into an ET lifetime next. Some people will just go back to source. Some people will be, mm -hmm. some souls will come back to Earth. It really just depends on whatever path you're on and whatever, mm. honestly, whatever you want to, to do. Um, but people bounce back and forth between like earth lifetimes and extraterrestrial lifetimes mm. all the time. So it just kind of depends yeah, on what, what you want to do next and mm. where you want to go. Like, how do you navigate spirituality? Do you use like a, you have like a religious framework that you work through? Are you like Buddhist or is there anything that you kind of cling to, or are you just kind of free form in it? No, I just kind of do like whatever comes to mind. Like I, there's no, there's no like cohesive anything to what I'm doing spiritually. I, That's I didn't grow up go. in a religious household. I know. Right. I didn't grow up in a religious household. Every once in a while I would get invited to like a youth group thing. And I always mm. felt I could not even uh, just the energy of being there. And I wasn't like super sensitive as a kid or whatever, but oh my gosh, I would walk into a church and I would just like, my whole body would just ache. I would just like mm. feel physically ill. I just <laughs> hated, I just couldn't, thank God my parents never made me go. I just made me so uncomfortable. Anyway, um, I'd never been very religious, but always believed in like a higher, a higher power. Um, and I really just kind of, I don't know, free, free form it, I guess, because mm. I, I don't know. I've never found something that, um, I don't know that, that jived with like all of my, all of my beliefs and the things that I feel called to learn about. Um, I know that, um, Buddhism has some, some elements that I feel really drawn to like meditating and stuff, mm -hmm. but, um, it's a lot of just like seeking information out and th the right information when I need it, finding me as well. Um, and just kind of going, just following all these like little um, branch offs as I go to kind of figure out what I'm needing at a particular point in time in my life. So That's a good way to do it. Very easy, stress-free. It's like yes. if it comes to me and it's time to learn about it, let's learn about it. Yeah, you know, I've, I've been getting real deep into uh, hermeticism lately. And it's always fun to meet people who are like, on the same wavelength with like yeah. that sort of thing. It's like, how did it come mm -hmm. to you? How did that happen? So I, I always yeah. think that's pretty cool. Where do you see yourself going from here? Mm. Being a, a hypnosis therapist. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm really open to whatever my path is going to be. Um, I'm pretty, 
I'm pretty uh, set for right now with doing the quantum healing sessions and then also offering, I do some like live med- uh, free meditations on live on TikTok and I'll record them on Zoom and put them out there for people. But I, I know I can also feel um, that this is not, this isn't the end game for me. I'm just not really sure exactly what that's going to look like. So I'm just kind of waiting for that information and guidance mm-hmm. to make itself more clear. And in the meantime, I'm just doing my sessions and trying to meditate and follow my own path the best that I can. So I just love hearing about like the, the afterlife because hypnosis was always the thing where, so, so if I can get to my subconscious mind, like I can do some crazy things. Have you experimented yes. with that before? Like mm-hmm. uh, you, you get someone into a trance and you get them to a place where they can say like break a habit or, you know, form a new skill. Because like in my mind, I think if I can get into a deep enough trance or I can get into a hypno- uh, hypnotic state, can I plant the suggestion that I can perform telepathy or something? Or now right. I have this ability to speak to source or connect yeah. to source better. Yeah, definitely. Um, people, one of the big, I don't know what the word is. One of the, I don't know, most amazing, the coolest things about doing quantum healing is actually tapping into people's ability to heal themselves. And so I've never had a client that has ever done anything like super hugely profound, like cure themselves of cancer, or like heal a broken bone, but it's mm-hmm. 100% possible. And it definitely happens in these sessions. Mm-hmm. Um, I have had people um, that have um, healed themselves like in, in a session, like immediately of, I don't know, more minor things like, you know, strained muscles or like chronic lower back pain for like their entire adult life, things like that. Um, uh, you know, just like literally so many things like lung issues or, um, thyroid issues. And it's funny that a lot of, um, a lot of, all of actually all of our health issues are it's just communication from our higher self about something that needs to be addressed that we need to do differently um, that we need to work on. And so it really depends on where a person is at in terms of their own journey. If they are in a place where they are um, feeling empowered and they know that the power of their mind can heal anything within their body, then they'll go and they've also addressed the um, underlying like spiritual cause of the issue in the first place, then they'll go into a session and literally cure themselves of like anything, anything at all. Um, But sometimes there's more work to be done outside of the session in terms of like lower back problems, for example, are not feeling supported. And sometimes these things are like carried over from past lives. And so if someone has a lesson to learn about um, not allowing themselves to be always used as support and then not having a boundary about also needing to receive support, for example, then in their current lifetime, they're very likely to have Um, severe lower back issues, like anything in the lower back basically um, can be manifesting because of not feeling supported. And so Mm. some healing can be given in, in a session as far as an ailment like that is concerned, even if the person hasn't like fully 100% understood and accepted that they need to 
um, be requiring support from loved ones in their lives and not giving so much support. Um, but if they leave the session and they are, they set an intention and they follow through with having that healthy boundary for themselves, then they will end up receiving the rest of that healing, the rest of the healing that they need to resolve that issue over the course of time. But it, it's completely possible for people to heal themselves 100% of literally anything. And the other thing that can happen in a session is healing by, by proxy. So he, basically healing by surrogate. I've had several people come to me um, wanting to heal their children. Um, uh-huh. One client in particular has a daughter who um, has very severe epilepsy and she was really wanting to cure that. And we had, we had a really amazing session. It was like, it's probably been two months ago now. I need to check in with her and see if she's had any more seizures. Um, but it, it's also important to ask about the reason for the seizures in the first place and, and why they manifested if the client or the client's child wanted to experience that for for some reason, for a lesson to be learned in this lifetime, then healing isn't always appropriate. But in, at the very least, the understanding of the role and the importance of that ailment in their life will come to light, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That like karmic debt, things you need to learn in this life, preventing, that makes sense. That makes a lot yeah. of sense. Yeah, it's amazing. Imagine and- how people would react, you know, when you're like, well, yeah, they did choose this ailment. I don't know what to do. I'm sure they're like, excuse yeah. me. You know, yeah, like, oh I boy, know. that's yeah. probably going to be tough. Well, it's hard to talk about it too sometimes. Um, like when I'm, when I'm making videos and I'm just, I mean, literally all of my marketing, it's just, oh my God, I had the coolest client, you guys, blah, this is what it was about. <laughs> um, yeah. and, and sometimes it's triggering for people. Like you just said, mm-hmm. like people are like, oh, so if someone has cancer, they, you they know, they, they wish, yeah, they wished it upon themselves. And it's yeah. like, oh, I'm, I didn't say that. Like, right. I'm not say, I, like, I wasn't like, you have cancer. Well, you did it to yourself. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just that, That's what they said. I'm just telling you what they said about their own cancer. Like, why are you mad at me mm-hmm. right now? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> the people from TikTok, man, I'll, I'll release a video and this has been happening a lot lately. I'll put out a video explaining some technique or how to connect with higher self or something. And someone will come in like, that's demonic. Like, you know, don't do that. Uh-huh. And they'll, they'll be in the comments, like all caps, yeah. like Jesus is the only way. Like, you can't mm. do that. You know, I know <laughs> I like, sometimes I think our stuff like uh, TikTok is so their algorithms, like, I don't, I don't know how they work. They're usually pretty spot mm-hmm. on, but every once in a while, I guess if a video gets big enough and it has enough views, it'll get on like mainstream talk. And that mm. is where Main so many talk. of those, yeah. yes. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. All those people. I usually, I don't, I'm not big enough yet that that's really an issue, but I just mm. like, I see people t- saying stupid stuff in my comments and I just, at first I go to their page and block them and then I go back and I delete their comment. I do not have time for it. I don't want mm. to I just, I just keep it, I keep it around. I've gotten to the point where people in the comments <laughs> will, mm-hmm. will start sorting them out. And so I'll see it and I'll be like, what is this nonsense? And then I'll go in like further into the replies and other people are like, yes. it's like, Hey, you yes. can't be in here talking that. And I'll be like, ah. Yes, I know. And honestly, the funny thing about that, too, is all those nasty comments, they boost the algorithm. So yeah, it's, and yeah, actually, my um, my videos that have like the most, you know, whatever hater comments, or those are always the most popular ones. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Make all your comments. No bad publicity, anyway, so. man. Right. Right. None yes, definitely. Main mm-hmm. talk. That's, that's an interesting yep. thing. And I don't know how people yep. like particularly religious people get on to 
my TikTok when I put like right. I put rich witch talk into my tags and I know. you know I put like manifestation in there. I, I, I wouldn't looking, feel yeah. like it. Yeah. They're looking for a fight for sure. Yes. Who yeah. Are fight Funny today? that that's <laughs> Yeah. It's like that's what they're drawing to themselves, but which is just like so ironic. It's like, mm-hmm. how are you if this is so upsetting to you, like I wonder how, hmm, how is it like making its way like across your conscious you, awareness? Right. Like, like you've got to be asking for it. It's yeah. almost like the Christians in this country don't realize that this country is heavily a Christian. <laughs> country so Mm -hmm. everybody in this country has heard about jesus and has heard about god and they're like that evangelical teaching is like no i've got to whoever is doing this stuff i've got to go in i've got to save these people they don't know about jesus they don't know that he loves them so yes i'm gonna go i'm gonna go save these people and it's like bro no (laughs) you're gonna get torn apart just go away (laughs) right i know some people have a good heart but it just comes through wrong i mean i love christian people i was one of them but it's yeah yeah, it's know, it's man. a difficult feel... worldview to be a part of, in my opinion. Right, they just want to be controlling. It's mm-hmm. it's it's rough. It's rough for them. It is. Well, thank you so much for joining us. It has honestly been a pleasure. Uh, yeah. Right now, for the people listening and watching on YouTube, where can they find more of you? Possibly get uh, in tune with you so they can uh, hook up, get a session. Well, where are you at? I'm on Instagram and I'm on TikTok and my handle is the same on both. It's daily Q H H T daily is D A Y L E E. You guys heard it. And thank you again so much. It's honestly a pleasure. We enjoyed having you. Uh, And that's it guys. Again, go check out daily. She's got amazing services. Uh, It would just fill my heart if you guys went and blessed her and got blessing from her. She is very talented in what she does. Um, going to be putting up a video on TikTok pertaining to uh, what she does as well and like some clips from this in the near weeks. I've got some other people coming yeah. up uh, that I have to do that with, getting getting stacked up, all these people we're yeah. having on the podcast. That's awesome. <laughs> yep. uh, so yeah, we're, we're definitely enjoying that. That's going to do it for this episode of the Astro Mind Podcast. Thank you guys so much for sticking through to the end. I appreciate it so much. If you guys want to support the work I'm doing and get more podcast action, please consider clicking the link below and becoming a Patreon or clicking any of the other support links down below. If you have any video suggestions or someone that you would like for me to have on the podcast, please leave them in the comment section below and I will be getting to that. So again, reach out guys. And as always, never stop adventuring.